0: So much I be uh, missing ship in the next two days. Me too. Well, too. So I want to t- tell with you uh, uh, a parable I heard yesterday. I don't know if this parable will do so much for us uh, vis-a-vis understanding the idea better, but at least we'll understand what the what, what it doesn't mean. We're learning in the maimer about how Maisha uh, Abino gives. Hashem is gives Jewish souls this ability to have das and we're learning the word. The word das means uh, about not just uh, knowing about Hashem, but feeling, but not just not just having uh, an acute understanding, but to be that way as alverna is a, you should care about it and it should affect you. They should be that way. So, was Yankel was a Muhammad, and he worked for Schmerl. And Yankel apparently was a very uh, lofty kind of Jew, and uh, every night he would do Titm Chatzay's. So, Schmerl, who was a very simple guy, just hired him to teach his children. He hears one night Yankel is, is, is crying. So, Shmeril goes over to Yankel's room and says, Hey, Yankel, you okay? And Yankel is so overwhelmed with the uh, Tinkatseis. And apparently Tinchatseis, there's two parts. The first part is where you learn parts of Zayah and Parts of There about the Khur Isamidash, about the destruction of Bisamid And there's another part which talks about the promises of the Gulla, the promises of Khan the Mushiach. So Yankel the is crying and and he does not and he can't really talk. He says Khurm Khurma Baisamidash Basemidash was destroyed. So Shmeril doesn't need any more to, to, uh, to get it, to, to be affected by just seeing Yanko, he knows Yanko mostly what he's talking about, Yanko is his malama, and Yanko is his, teacher's, his children's teacher. So he starts to sit down and he starts crying too. And then Shmeril gets up to the part of Tinkatze, the joyous part, and he's, and he's learning, and he's learning, and, and, and he's so excited, Shmeril, um, Yanko is so excited that by comes the morning, Yanko is dancing. And Shmerel dancing with him, and they're happy. They're dancing, and, and then Schmerl's wife hears this. This sounds early in the morning, like in the middle of the day. This dancing, maybe someone went crazy. What, what happened? She goes over and she says, what happened? So Schmerl, what do you mean? <laughs> so, so it's it's not that that Shmerel um, wasn't told to switch for. Uh, the building of the Beisam and he was still crying at the Khurmei Semigdash. He didn't know what the Khurmei Semigdash is, he didn't know what Bin Beisam Igdash is. you see his, his ankle is crying, he's crying, His ankle is happy, he's happy. It, 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 the, the exact opposite of that is what we're talking about. We're talking about. Iskashros <laughs> means you connect it to something until you yourself recognize it, until you feel it. I, I was talking to one of my children about. Um, well, about, about, about not just learning chassidus but chassidus teaches you something. That someone once told Rebbe Hashab, that my son learned X amount of terror. Rebbe Rashab responded, What did it teach him? What did it teach him? So, the first thing that that we're learning about Das is, the very first thing is that Das puts you somewhere else. Das takes you. When, when things are still in Chachma, we said, so you don't know what direction it's going to go. Chachma is a direction. When you see something a certain way, in chachma you have a certain perspective, it will lead to feelings. It will lead a certain direction. Certainly when things are in bina, things have already been developed in a certain direction. But still, in bina, things are still fluid. When it gets to Das, Das already is, is you are already connected to a certain perspective, and this is going to be, as Hazar says, the key that opens up all six, the key that opens up all the, all, all the other feelings. So that's what we did basically yesterday. Now up to, I have Zayin. page behima This is then is the difference between the souls of Atsilus, which are called man-like, and the souls of Brietzia which are called animal-like. Obviously, all neshamahs come from Atsilus. When we say some souls come from Atsilus, some souls come from Briya, what, what that means is some souls on their journey to this world, they just took the, uh, they weren't affected by the change. They, were, they, they, stayed in, 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 they stayed Atsilus-like even after they traveled and they came to this world. Some souls, as they stop in the various locations on the way to this world, they adjust and adapt and change to the environment that they're in. But all souls originate in Atsilus. So what's the difference between souls which originate in Atsilus? And souls which adapt to the environment, of Siasiya. So he says, In the lowest three worlds, Briyat their Bittel is called Bittel Hayesh. What's Bittel Hayesh mean? Although they're in Bria, in Yitzir, they have some kind of understanding of governance, and they know that's what it's supposed to be. Nevertheless, their bittul, their devotion to Hashem, their sense of gallness doesn't uproot them from having a sense of self as well. They are still having a sense of self. They still exist. They know it's supposed to be different, but they 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 still their first feeling is that they exist. So their connection to Hashem is that they put themselves aside for the sake of Hashem, but they don't lose that sense of self. They still have a, first of all, there's a sense of self. Obviously, when we talk about the Shamas of Bria, we're not talking about a sense of self of arrogance, right? We're not talking about that they're, they're bragging over there in the Shamus to each other. I'm, I'm, uh, they're, they're arguing about who has a bigger bank account and who has a known knows more Tera. Uh, Reuben and Shimon... Are, are are somewhat competitive with each other. Reuben learned 10 blocks of Gemara and Shimon learned, learned, learned only 9. So Reuben is better than the Shimon. Then there's Reuben says Hashem Echot. Reuben understands Hashem Echot. And Shimon doesn't understand Hashem Echot so much. So Reuben is, uh, is, 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 feels better than Shimon. That's, so in this world, you have such a thing. You're thinking of the oneness of Hashem. And, and, and you're the of the oneness of Hashem, it doesn't preclude the fact that. That that no, I understand better than you. That you could have arrogance from your understanding of the oneness of Hashem. You could have a, a, a deep understanding of the truth of Hashem, and that contributes to your arrogance. It's possible. That's not what we're talking about. The world of Briah. Isn't that a misunderstanding in it. its core? Sure. Is the It's not a Shem anymore. Rabbi Yisoel Friedman, you said in the Tanya, the Alt Rebbe. Uh, hints in one place why you must have a Rebbe where in chapter 43 in Tanya the altar speaks about how you have to think about how all the world and all fights Hashem and everything compared to Hashem is insignificant like one word like one thought to a person and the Altebist says don't exclude yourself you're also insignificant <laughs> so, <laughs> according to logic if the whole world is insignificant <laughs> Why w- 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 should I be the exception? Yes. So you're saying that you can't, you can't, you can't lift yourself up by pulling your hair. You, you, you could think and you could think, but we need to have, as we're learning this, memory You need to have an Hashem of You need to connect to Moshe Rabbeinu to bring to a different place. But naturally, we have a sense of self. But what I'm saying is the opposite. What I, I want to say is the shamas of Bria. They don't have arrogance, the Shavos of Bria. We could simultaneously think about the truth of Hashem and, and, and our arrogance is not a contradiction. In fact, our understanding can contribute to our arrogance. Eventually, by the way, you're right, eventually Reuben's understanding will hopefully bring him to uh, not be so arrogant. But, uh, but, but it's, it, 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 it will take time. It's not, it's not naturally a, a contradiction. The world of Bria, on the other hand, what's the world of Briya? The world of Bria, the Rebbe says, is compared to the king in his throne room. The king's in his throne room Everyone that's there is standing with complete reverence and awe and fear in front of the king. They lose they have no sense of self; they just feel the king. So the world of Bria it says is a world of thevekos, a world where they feel attachment to Hashem. They exist; their existence is their attachment to Hashem. So we're not talking about our kind of yeshus, but what we have in common, so to speak, with all the Briya is, is that there's still a sense of existence. They, although they know that there's something higher, they still themselves, they feel themselves anyways. That means their knowledge does not affect them to be that way, the way they understand. They're missing the idea of das. That. That's why angels are called animal-like. Why they're called animal-like? Because they're missing das. that's why the angels, their sense of devotion to Hashem is only called Bittel Hayash, meaning, first of all, they have this sense of self, and then they, they, they devote themselves to Hashem, but they don't lose that sense of self. The Bittel Vatzilus is a whole different kind of Bittel. The Bittel Vatzilus means not only understand that this is the way it's supposed to be, but you become that way. Atsilus doesn't allow you to, uh, to, to have a dissonance between what we understand the way you are. Now, Atsilus, you understand this way, this is how you become. That's what does Atzilus have that changes the game? How come in Atsilus their understanding penetrates them and makes them become that way? In the analogy of the Rebbe about the world of that Atsilus, Atsilus is like the king in his own chamber. There's nothing else there. In the throne room, there's people there. There's devoted to the king, but there's, there's still they still exist. Atsilus is all there is is the king. So if, if, what that means is in Atsilus their understanding takes away from they become the way they understand. There is no sense of self. It's Bitl mitzis. Just uh, to know what we're not talking about. Just it, it says that srafim um, and refanim. They are, in the world of, of and Yisira, angels in different places, and uh, and they scream with and they, a and they great storm. We said they have no das, right? We said they have no das, therefore they have a sense of self. Their sense of self is not the kind, same kind of sense of self that we have. We told them kind of sense of self. For example, it says that the, the angels, they have a sky that's like a... It's ice, they have an ice sky and sometimes they pick their heads through the ice sky and they see what's above them and the world above them and they get so scared and they, and they tremble to they come back so the chiz uses the words to describe their fear that they feel it's not the way the same words that we use over here that they realize it's not the way it is they, they, they say gaval geval they, 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 it's not the way it is Al alternative is a martial of a person walking around and not knowing that they're, they're naked. They don't, they don't realize they're naked. Imagine how kind of embarrassment you have not knowing that you're walking around, you're not even wearing any clothes. A similar way, after Mashiach comes, we're going to uh, have the same kind of like, whoa, what, what, what were we thinking? Because we want to consider this, you know, nothing besides like Hashem. Of huh? Be'ing el-chondolos. Be'ing el yeah. And, and, and there'll be a, a sense of, of, of automatic shame when she comes, because realize it's not, the way it's, supposed, it's not the way it is. So on the one hand, we're saying, angels don't have das, and they don't really change in essentially, they still have a sense of self, but it's not the same kind of sense of self that, that, that we, we talk about ourselves. It's they have a, their hair, they feel as nishtaze. they feel it's not the way it's supposed to, that they have this yearning, they have this, we talk about da'af and Kaddish and Baruch, they scream and they have a yearning, but nevertheless, there's still a sense of self. Shamasvat Silus, they don't ha- they are exactly the way that says in the At- chapter of Tanya. Whatever it says in Tanya, that's the way they are. No, there is no sense of self. <laughs> it's not because there's a deficiency in understanding. Understanding is the way it's supposed to be, they understand exactly. But it's the Friedrich Rebbe who was once teaching the Nigna Baini. And he said the niggna baini means you know yourself the you're supposed to be, why you like this. you do you know how you're supposed to be, why you like this. So that's what the shamas bring tsia. That's that's their song. Shamasvat, they don't they, they, they are the way they understand. There's no there's no distance distance at all. Omna So the shamas why did they become the way of they are transformed to be in sync with their understanding what changes over there. That there they have that transformation because they have Das. As long as yesterday, Das has three components: there is You're connected to the idea, you recognize the idea, and you feel the idea. That's what happens in Atzilus. <speaking in the language> Adam, man, is the numerical equivalent to ma, and the word ma means to be nullified. The Moishan Aaron said, what are we?" Meaning, we are insignificant. So in the Shamas of Atzilus, they have the sense of bittol. They have the sense of nullification to Hashem because of their das, and Moshe Rabbeinu, who is in Hashem of he's told by Hashem, give the Jewish people a term, then Hashem tells them, he's sick sick means, you, Moshe Rabbeinu, it doesn't say in the plural, when you Jewish people acquire Nevedivri, rather it says, when you Moshe Rabbeinu, when you acquire Nevedivri, what is it, Hashem telling Moshe Rabbeinu, you have to give das, to the Nisham you are from Hatsilus, we have to give what you have, to the neshamas How do those words mean to give das to those neshamas? that uh, doesn't say yet. Latzina is How do those words, when you buy Nevitivri, how does that mean the Meshachin is supposed to give these neshamas das? <coughs> how is it possible to bring the neshamas of the seed of the animal, don't have das? How can you give them the same kind of das? Which is seemingly the only, only, only in in the realm of those of the seed of of man. That's what these of of. have. How can the shamas of zera the of the seed of the animal? How can they possibly have this kind of das? That's the meaning of the pasuk when you will buy in You buy a Jewish slave. The word Evedivri means on the side of the river. Says that your forefathers lived on the side of the river which spiritually means they're above the level called the river what level the river regarding Gane, it says that a river goes out of eden and the river irrigates the garden so chachma is eden the, the river is bina and that gives and that nourishes, that gives life, to the place that we that we, that we have heard of called Ganet. So the river goes out from the, it irrigates the garden, and from irrigating the garden, then the river is then divided into other rivers, which spiritually means that, they're, that that's what, the source of separation of the worlds beneath beneath the garden. That, that's what causes it. Let's see, the river is being, okay. Since it says in the Torah, from there the river separates, that means the river itself is above the separation. But when it says that our forefathers come from the other side of the river, that means they've come from a place beyond, higher than the river. That's the meaning of the Pasuk, and your forefathers lived across the river. All souls of Israel. That all nishamas, even those neshamas which are called animal-like, they also originate from the other side of the river. They're also from a higher the river. And there, on the other side of the river, they have lots of das. And therefore, it's possible for them to have the of das. Why can they have das? Because they come from the other side of the river. They come from a place where there is das. So we said, we asked the question, how is it possible for them to get das? The answer is that originally, they have lots of that. And that's the meaning of the Pasuk. When you will acquire Nevedivri, it says in the term, when you acquire specifically, when you acquire something, the one who acquires it doesn't, there's nothing new that's being created. There's nothing new in the thing itself. There's no change in, what's being acquired the thing existed before and still exists you acquired it the only thing that changes when you buy something that before belonged to the seller and now it belongs to the owner to to the buyer but there's nothing intrinsically that changed in the object itself so when it says that should buy inevitably what does that mean Moshe Rabbeinu is not changing the Jewish people. He's not when he gives them das, when he gives them this ability to connect Hashem to feel Hashem. He's not changing them. Just like when you buy something, you are revealing something. You're taking something out of his domain, you bring it into your domain. Nothing is being changed. So to Moshe Rabbeinu gives us das, he's not really changing us. Why? Because originally our source, where were we? Where were we born? We were born across the river. We were born on a place above. Uh, 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 above the river, above above Bina. We are and, and that place where we come from, we have das. So Meshara Benu gives us dash. He's giving us something that we have what we weren't. Bina is an asking Mesha Dafkan, this is something only Mesh Rabinu could do. He come he comes from this place across the river. That's why when Mesh Rabenu was taken by Basia. Basia called him Mesha. Why did she call him Mesha? She she called him Leisha. she said she said because I drew him out of the river. Minamai Mishio, Comes from the level called water from the first Shemitah. There is various Shemitahs, just like in time, there are seven seven year cycles called Shemitah. So to Nishama is a different uh zones where shamas come from and the first shmita, the highest Neshamas is the origin of the soul Meishaveh. so meshwid comes from the water meaning he comes from a place which is the from the first shmita, and because of his origin of his neshama, therefore he's able to give us from across the river he comes from across the river therefore he's able to give us from across the river is in Moshe's name, you don't have the word water. All you have in Moshe's name is the word he drew. She drew him out of the water. In the word Moshe, Moshe means to be drawn from the water. It doesn't mean water. It just means to be taken out of the water. Because the level that water represents is a level of Chachm. and Moshe Rabbeinu is even higher than level of Chachm. And therefore, we understand that Meishia Rabbeinu is higher than Neshamahs Zera Adam. The, the, the man-like Neshamahs Vatzilus—that's—that's that's where most Neshamahs Vatzilus are associated with. Meishia Rabbeinu is above them all. Meishia Rabbeinu was actually beyond both. He's not from the man-like Neshamahs. It's not from the animal-like Neshamahs. He is beyond both of them, therefore he's able to bring even the shamas of Zerbehima, he's able to bring them something from their original source. So, what do we say today? We ask the question, how is it possible that we're given something that's not relevant to us? And the answer we're giving is Rabbeinu was not giving us something that we don't have. All the shamas come from across the river. And therefore Rabbeinu was from across the river, he's able to give us this. Uh, yesterday I was watching James just published um, for bringings from Chassidim, uh, from 1988-1989, uh, from Chof Feshfat. So Rebiel Karnal, he was sharing the Febrengin from Parshat Meshvat in Fashmum Khas. And he said something amazing. He said that um, that the rope, every tzaddik, every generation is meant to fill the, the shoes of his predecessor. In general, you know, there's a concept called Yerida Sadalus. You read this, Darius. Uh, Every generation has lowered the generation before. That's untrue in general. But he said, uh, regarding the leader of the generation, they're meant to be, they're meant to fill the place. And not just meant to fill the place, everyone has their own thing that they're adding. But he said that regarding, the said regarding our generation, since this is the lowest generation, and from the lowest generation, we have to make the biggest change, we have to go to Mashiach. So therefore the leader of the generation has to be far beyond all the siddiqui before because yeah, he has to effect this change and, there we, give, and, and there we give an example of Moshe Meishaveh also he was coming from Gauls Mitzrayim and from Gols Mitzrayim is to bring them to Mount so that's a huge change from Gols and Mitzrayim to Mount and Teh. and therefore Meishare had to be in doubt as we just learned to be from Shemit the to, to be from above the water to be from higher and Chachma that's how he's able to, to, to channel in these neshamas to give them something to bring them up to receive the table but the transformation from where Moshe Rabbeinu's generation was coming from to where they needed to go pales in comparison to where we are to where we need to go. They're coming from Mitzrayim to Matan that's it's a big change. We're coming from Golas to Geula. Golus to Geula is a huge, huge change, and therefore the Moshe Rabbeinu of our generation has to have has to have far more. Um, let's do one more more. We still need to understand If you're talking souls, okay. So our souls come from above, across the river, great. So we want to talk about my soul, my sham has something in it the way it was born. But the Hashem didn't give the Torah to my soul. He gave the Torah to the souls as they are in bodies. When to acquire an avedivri, Hashem to give das to the animal-like souls to bring them something from their source. He's not talking about giving it to their neshames, only, just to their souls. Rather, he's talking Meisharabenu to give it to their souls as their own bodies. How is it possible that we, as souls and bodies, should be able to absorb this level of das in our bodies as well? The answer is the body also originates in this level Why? The body comes from the two hundred eighty-eight sparks of the world of chaos. Which is also from the first shmita. We said may shemenu the is from the first This world of teilu is from the world's first shmita as well. But after the vessels were shattered in the world of chaos, then these souls. Then the body fell very low. But it originates also as well from the first Shemitah. And that's why it's possible to give neshama task to Meshevbeinu because Meshevbeinu is from this level also. Meshevbeinu is from across the river and therefore he's able to give us this, uh, bring us back so to speak to where we are. That's why it's called an acquisition. Just like when you buy something. You're not changing something. You just bring you changing domain, so too, when a mysha gives us that, he's not he's not changing us, he's giving us something that we had already inside of us. It's just revealing what we had there before. Not only did our Neshama have it before, but our body had it before as well. And therefore it's possible when Mesh when gives you something, it's not he's not changing you. He is uh, he is putting you in touch with your with your with your real self. Okay, I'll stop here. Yeah. have there been more